Yo, 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 it's CJ Today Slayer from the Upgrade America podcast, episode 95. Wow, here we go. Running to 100. Thanks for listening, like, share, subscribing. Shout out to all our upgraders internationally and domestically. Um, the show we're talking about, the Capitol siege under Trump, the failed coup d'etat. Let's call it what it is. This is America. Trump getting banned off of social media. What does that say about the First Amendment? We're also talking about one of the dopest black literary authors of our generation, Eric Jerome Dickey, passed away. We'll be reflecting on that a little bit. And we're giving updates on the major cases of police brutality and misconduct, executions and whatnot from last year. Thanks for listening. Be blessed. CJ Dayslayer signing out. Peace. Like you know you got it, I got you know it. you got it. I wanna be like for rock when I grow up. So the kids can be like rock when they're old enough, you'll be sure about Hey, this all of our upgraders, aliens, and anybody else out there that we don't know about. You already know what it is. Upgrade America, episode 95. Here with Nye and CJ the Day Slayer. We got a heck of a show for you. You know how we do turning up to infinity and beyond but yo CJ, what's on your mind man talk to us we got a lot to talk about man let's jump into it we got first lady here we got some feminine magic going on so yeah, you know, add a little know, flavor you know. to the episode you know please have you on dude but i mean um yo rundown is we really want to discuss what happened in the capitol my lady nye and i we we had boots on the ground we were actually <laughs> there what's up world camera here upgrade america we here in the center of it all washington dc they the uh the results are being read look at this crowd over ten thousand people well they've been saying they're gonna storm the capitol all day here at the Capitol, something's either blowing up there or something, but like, yeah, a lot of people talking about storming the Capitol. Here we are, Upgrade America. Yo, what's up, world? I don't know what's going on over there. They were firing tear gas off before, lots of popping. Everyone's cheering now. But we're in the, the heart of DC, right at the Capitol. A lot of people pissed off on both sides, but we're gonna see who comes out on top. Upgrade America, 3D Hatter. Got it going on. So right now they're either doing GBSs or tear gas, some type of bursts are happening on the Capitol. You can see people, they're up on the balcony right there. They climbed up there. I've heard some people mentioning they want to storm the place. Yo, there's goons on deck for days. There's a literal army in DC. That's great, man, thanks. When yes. they're storming the Capitol, we are not um, Trump supporters. We're just shooting a short film about the political process. Yes. And we're like, yo, let's capture this. And then we didn't go to the Capitol because of Trump's orders. We just happened to be marching there. Yeah. And they just, just happened like, to be storming the place. Let's just go wow. to the Capitol and yeah. And, and I was then, like, wow, so we, much to discuss. So much to discuss. We actually bro. have a little bit of footage of when they actually started on the balconies so yeah you can see them climbing the balconies yeah, and they like the... started dancing and stuff and i'm like oh my god you just like hear the booms and it, like, it was i was it... really 
So we even got footage. So I asked one of the security uh, gentlemen, like, yo, what's the threat assessment? Everything peaceful? He's like, for the most part, peaceful. I was like, what's your threat assessment? He's like, not at liberty to discuss. But this is before <laughs> the, this is before all that went down. But yeah. I told my okay. lady, like, yo, I'm like, I told her because I didn't, I wasn't like, I didn't want her not to come. But I'm like, listen, there's 70% chance that there will be violence there you and know like like that was, was my personal threat assessment and yo it definitely popped off and, and, and to a magnitude i not even i expected but yeah mm. yes lots to discuss bro but what else yeah. is on the on the board uh we're gonna talk about amazon really taking over they're taking flight so Are we're you? gonna talk about that yeah one of my favorite black authors has died Eric oh, Jerome wow. Dickey, like I'm a huge fan of his work and it's so unfortunate. So we'll talk about that. Um, we're gonna talk about obviously the Capitol, storming all that you guys experienced and what's been going on. Yeah, I to <laughs> give some updates on the major cases from last year. Blake, uh, was it Jacob Blake, Aubrey, Taylor, George Floyd. I wanna give some updates because we haven't heard anything. It's been kind of quiet. So yeah. Fun that um the democrats i guess won in georgia the senate race if i got that correct so what does that mean for biden's administration what does that mean for georgia i'm kind of curious on that now Um, uh, do they dominate the congress as well i'm not sure we'll dig into it once we start talking about it um I just saw it was a big deal on Twitter. Everybody's like, oh, Dems won. So I'm like, all right, what does that mean? Like, you gonna hold them accountable or what? What does this mean? So Joe Biden is approved by Congress and Electoral College. So now what? You know what I'm saying? It's still what? 11 days left? 10 days left? Yeah. More or less 10 days left. Um, A cool little story from Orlando. It's a little heartfelt story. Okay. So we'll share that. Um. And then we're going to go down the list of things within your story of the Capitol. And we're going to talk about Trump being banned from pretty much all social media. Now that is wild. That is, that is we discussed several times yeah. about us being banned from uh, media and our stuff being taken down. But like, it's one thing where it's just some bearded wild man on the internet. But it's another thing but when you're the president, president of the United yeah. States and they're like, nah we're going to silence your voice how does that make you feel like uh it's kind of funny and scary at the same time mm-hmm. to be honest um i don't know you want to jump off on this first or where you want to go since we're already talking about it i mean we're here but it's gonna lead the two kind of tie in together but okay. i mean yeah i would like to hear your thoughts um, I do see it as a threat to the First Amendment because that's mm. basically the way that we communicate now. Um, but at the same time, these are private companies. Now, hold on. Let's stay on the, the thought of the First Amendment. Okay. Because, like, my understanding with the First Amendment, you can't just you you can't make rhetoric about one a false claim of emergency or anything. But are you permitted to publicly incite violence? Because my understanding is that is the biggest reason why they want to silence Trump from Twitter. Because right now, the way the country is, the goons just stormed the Capitol. All he has to say is like, yo, mash this motherfucker up. And 
these guys, my assessment, let's err, pivot back to the capital. We have boots on the ground. My threat assessment, I don't think guys were guys... armed to the teeth. Yeah. Yo, like, as far as, uh, <laughs> okay. Threat assessment, there were a lot of, there's a lot, a big show of force. Yeah. They they banned that whole weapons. You can't bring your your weapons. But, but at the same time, everyone had bags on. Every yes, that's what I was telling Nye about on. the. Are you familiar everyone... with the AR-15 pistol? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And why and why Congress wants to ban them? Because it's a freaking AR that can fit in the backpack. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can walk around in public with a how you say with, with a high capacity mag that can. What they say with the armor piercing bullets can shoot through like three people. Like, that's wild. I mean, like, I and don't... don't hold on, I just want to interject because I'm not against the AR 15 mag. I'm just saying that's, I understand why they, they see that as a threat. But there was a lot of boots on the ground there, man. Mm -hmm. And all he had to do is just say, right now, yeah, if oh. he can communicate to those masses, like, yo, they can tear up America in a way that would require absolute martial law and him mm -hmm. to stay in power far mm -hmm. past the far past the January twentieth. I don't Pardon, think. Go ahead. No, I don't, I just don't think that people, um, the media covered it like what we saw. Like I mean, it was blocks and blocks of people out mm -hmm. there. Like, and if. If they're all like ready and they're all ready to just like it's on his command and ready to like like he said mash up America, I don't. You know, and that's just, that's just the people that was at the at the rally or <laughs> whatever whatever Yo, they the want to call it. The crowd was deep, but there had there were so it many was, people in army fatigue, yes, camouflage, I mean, and it's like remember the vest, bulletproof vest, Kevlar's. I mean, Yo, remember and, and those uh, the high speed radios that we had like with your fire team? Like you'd have the prick your your, your encrypted ones. I mean, so guys had like so they were they were in position to operate as fire teams. Yeah, you know, like and I peeped all this and I'm like, I okay, mean, it, it was wild. It and was, it I feel like a jerk. Like I did my threat assessment prior to going. I'm like, yo, it's gonna get real. It's it's gonna get real. And I felt bad in my leg. Like yo, I wanna watch it back. I'm like. But like knowing now about how himself. much uh, like, how I, much neo Nazis, how much militias were, were there. Like I was wearing my veteran entrepreneur hat, so they knew what what, yeah, what time it was. Like I'm wrapping the military. I, I got a lot of nods of respect from the veterans, but I got a lot of like, don't let me catch you here yeah, after dark, boy. Like, like, it it was it was like all when we went to the crowd it was like all eyes on us and I may only have seen a few there, sprinkle yeah, of us. There is a handful of <laughs> it, it was of a sprinkle. It was it, I, I I may count it on my hand the people that I've seen like. To be fair, so, they were very respectful. Like, yes. Besides, like you know, a couple players and, and weird weird glances. Yo, everyone was very respectful. People approached me, had dialogue, conversation. There was an Air Force veteran. That we met like outside of the Capitol, and he he was he was one who, who gave us uh, some intel about the the potential storming, and I was like, ain't no way. And then, and then like five seconds it, later, yeah, you there is like booms. So <laughs> someone was shooting tear gas, GBSs, I, something blew up, a couple shots were fired. Yeah. And then so... next thing you know, people were cheering, and I thought they were cheering for the result. Like the result was overturned they because we cheering. we got there like what before um before they read the results 
you know, mm-hmm. and then they teared real loud. So I'm like, oh, maybe Mike Pence stepped <laughs> up and did his thing. No. This is why they're excited. No. They're cheering because they got into the building. Because they, they, got... they breached yes. the Capitol. <laughs> That's what they were cheering for. So, so... I want to bring back these notes real quick. Because okay. uh, this is... It, it was... It, to be there, to actually, like... You know, to see it on social media is one thing to actually like witness it. And I, re- I really do believe that they were respectful because they believed, they assumed that we were like pro Trump. Yeah. Because we were there. Like, what, what, what other business do we have being there? You know, we are very it, smart it, to be we, uh, incognito. <laughs> now, how far, how far we would have made it with Black Lives Matter shirts on? I don't know. Not very, who could say? <laughs> But nah, so here's some here's some things I want to say that I reflected on from the event. The okay. government couldn't protect their own home. So exactly. they will never be able to protect, to protect yours. So um, it's like all this notion about give up the guns, give up the guns for what? So uh, national security can, uh, you, the capital was breached. So that to me is a, that was a big lapse in security. I want to further inject, my lady put me on to this, that, the comparison of the show of force between a Black Lives Matter protest versus the Trump protest slash riot slash insurrection slash failed coup. And the thing is, and it was like it was almost like it was the the, the security was deliberately scaled down. Yes, I believe so because I mean it, the thing is that we're fighting so our children, our brothers, our sisters are not dying. Mm-hmm. In America, you guys are fighting for you know. I I mean I I don't know I I can't say that you know both sides were clean cut. I don't know who was cheating, but you guys are fighting and <laughs> this is what they're saying. This is who you guys voted for. This is this is how you know it's been done. It's every and both guys, sides cheat though. We yeah. we know that both sides cheat, but I do feel that look, the Democrats cheated they, a little look what bit harder. They're rioting for you know, it, it, it's just different. It's different. It's different. Different standards, I guess. Oh, I like, get it, and I and I, I dare say that what Black Lives Matter is rioting, protesting for protesting. is 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 significant. You yes. know, it's uh. So Curtis saying, "What up, y'all? Hello from California. Yo, what hey. up, California? What's Thank you, Washington. Yo, we, we, I would love to, to get out to the West Coast. You know, as uh, I hear great things about uh, the West Side. Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, like an- another thing I, w- I want to say is, what if Trump supporters go? And I mentioned that before. What if Trump supporters go rogue and Trump institutes martial law, and then you know he would he would stay president." They're talking about they want to impeach him, but it's like my my lady also pointed out you can't even buy a house in in thirty days. <laughs> exactly. You can't even buy and close a house in thirty, in 30 days, days, let alone impeach a president in not even nine. Are they work? Are you guys working today? You working today, Congressman Senator? I don't know. That switch and he tells you know the Proud Boys or whatever they want to be called his his the goons. Uh, yeah, his goons. Uh, it's really a cult, but you know, <laughs> that's just my opinion. Yo, it it kind of um, it really is. But you know, if he switches that switch and be like, "Hey, let, let's let's tear this bitch up," and he can go into martial law within these ten days. Yes, he could. And then that so, would it would be very difficult to take or... that power away from him. So hold on. So Dick Athey is saying all forms of government have gone too far. 
we as a country are better than this. This country has so much energy, but we are so split over what side of the aisle we on. I don't care what who you vote for. We all need to come together and do what benefits all Americans. We all we allow the government to dictate what we should and do and believe. I, I like what you're what you're saying, Dick. I agree. We do got to come together, but I think it's like we're never gonna come together under one political party. Like we're not gonna come together like Democrats. We're not gonna come together as Republicans. We need to come together as people. Upgrade America. Independent candidates is is, is where. So is the should future. we be called the United States? Probably not. But <laughs> the divided the divided states. Yeah, like uh, I like I like his sentiment, and that's. I can say that's what Black America's frustration with America has been is like we just want equality and justice. That's exactly, exactly. And so to hear that, what he was saying is like, yo, that's what we've been fighting for like our whole for generations. And exactly, like I don't know, I've looked at this whole scenario like this is what Black Americans have been saying about America. There are two Americas, and we saw an example of what that looks like. Exactly. Yo, we really did. Charlemagne the God broke it down really great on yeah, his let comparison. See. Let me see. Let me pull it up. Let oh, man. And it was just like how these guys breached the Capitol, committed so many felonies, and made it back to their home states. And then you have unarmed black people who are, who are not committing any crimes, and, and it, it results in loss of life. Like, the comparison of the two Americans... America's we, we really saw that today. But I want to point out again and, and kind of riding on that, the black officer who shot the white protester is oh. already on leave and under investigation. Yes. Yes. Wow, we're talking about uh, someone who has they breached the Capitol. And the cops who shot Breonna Taylor are still roaming free. This is the America that we live in. These are the two type of Americas that we live in. It's like me personally you know, military, former military member, veteran, combat veteran, all that good stuff. Treason is uh, is the ultimate crime. And it's like insurrection too, you know, and these guys are just, they they, they got out and they're, they're chilling. Uh, yeah, now, there have been some arrests mm. and upon those arrests where I believe there was like, there's actually a, a on-duty, a, 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 a police officer who was among one of the culprits. There was a lieutenant colonel who was among one of the culprits. I heard among about other uh, upright, upstanding citizens, you know. And it, it's it's really shocking. It, it really is. But it, this is third world America. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, think, I don't see it on his uh, time. Like, like we did touch on earlier... We don't have a failure of security. Our budget of defense is like astronomical. So yes. I looked at the situation as this is basically Trump trolling on the way out. Yes. Mm. I basically, think it's way I'm, deeper than that, bro. I think it's yeah, way I mean, deeper than I, that. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying that's how I looked at it. Is like, I get all the other ramifications and the mm -hmm. impacts and the uh, ripple effects of it, but basically it's like a middle finger on the way out. That's kind of how I looked at it. Like, I all see right. that, but it's, it's way, again, when you're appraising the manpower, the, his, the I don't want to say all his supporters are essentially a fighting force, but mm -hmm. 
he has a he has a lot of his supporters that are ride or die and, and a lot of it's, them it's, are it's, it's a small small and, army and, you know a lot of them are trained <laughs> Um, and even even the ones who are not veterans, they're still militia members who yeah. are still like this is what they they train for, and it, the president is aware of that. I'm I'm very confident here. Oh yeah, that there is. If I had to take a rough estimate, FBI, we could perhaps we could compare numbers, but I would I would say at least two hundred and fifty uh, thousand uh, strength fighting power. A fighting mm-hmm. force of that magnitude, and that is a significant that... force. Uh, and again, there is the notion of the plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. The president's rhetoric—I studied it because he used the term "fighting" figuratively. He's like, "We have to fight. We have to fight for this. We have to fight for that." Yeah. And then on. he still used that same energy. Now go forth and fight. But again, it's like it's figurative and literal. The whole subconscious programming, it was very brilliant. Mm-hmm. He went to the notion where he said, we. He said, now we are, we go are going to walk, march down, yeah, like, walk down Pennsylvania Avenue and, and go to the Capitol. Ain't no we. Where were you? <laughs> where were you when uh, when they were storming, uh, you know, the capitals? But at the same time, he and put he- batteries Turbocharged batteries in, in his pro, in his supporters' uh, backs, and they say, went straight uh, through patriots. those doors. She didn't call them, call them patriots or something like that. I gotta see the uh, the article. But All again, right, real, real quick, uh, what's up, Tracy, my homegirl from South Carolina? Yo, what sorry, up, what Sandy, up? I didn't get a chance to acknowledge her. She got off. Um, but go ahead, finish your thought. Um, one of the uh, why we're saying the main reason why Twitter is blocking is because he if he has if he can give a command remember stand back and stand by that command was already given they're yeah. standing by but they still need the the go the green light exactly and if and he can give that green light that. so if you hear a public address i'm going to i'm, I'm gonna study it very thoroughly but again this is just speculation it could it could not happen we may be overreacting like everything else i said in you know the podcast you know, in the past point couple of years but... with the uh, podcast and predicting on what's going to occur so um i'm here <laughs> waiting to, you know and hoping that it doesn't go like that but we're you know we're preparing um yeah. i don't know i i guess i've been pretty how should I be say this? Apathetic about it. Cause I'm like, this has been par for the course for the last four years of ridiculous behavior that only white America gets to do, obviously. Yeah. And so yeah. it's kind of like, oh, why not go out like this? Because this has been the standard of behavior for the last four years. So it's kind of like all right let's fast forward this is for me speaking just fast forward through this shit let's like get this going like at this point that's just how i'm feeling about it i'm like the the sense of apathy but it's like you know that can i get it like i said and it's like charlamagne put it best he he was was frying biden because biden was saying this is not american this is this the way you're acting is not American. And he's like, Bruh, you've been around since the civil rights. Yeah. <laughs> like, this has been America. Yeah. This has been the way that America has acted. But it's like, 
I don't want to be apathetic because I, I want to, to have hope and, and that. Can we change the? I, I mean, like, how can we when we have people in office who's running this country who were around during segregation and they, they were they were raised to think they were better than they were superior race, you know. Well, they were raised, and how are they in office? You know, how are we still voting these people to run our country? You put it in, uh, I put it into perspective when she said, like, the, the, the people who are running America are, like, older than my mother. <laughs> like, I, I <laughs> mean... like, yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking, like, and again, in an age that's dominated by technology. Exactly. And it's, like, where things are moving faster, and you need to adapt, you need to learn and keep leveling up. You, I get it. Like people, these these men have like an older people, they have a wealth of knowledge. Yes. I get it. But you but, should be consultants. You should be resources that we can pull, that a master, a younger mastermind can pull those, that knowledge and, and utilize it, you know, with more energy and with uh, innovation. Like, I don't know. I think this is what's wrong with America is that we're running on old software. So the upgrade moral, America. The moral <laughs> that your mother instilled in you, you live through you 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 live your life with them, right? So if they're raised like not to be equal and to other races and do you think that they're gonna change that like automatically oh you know this is how their parents raised and this is how their household I, I would was say raised. everyone this can is change how, but it's, this it's is how their house it's, this it's is how slow. their household was brought up you know um so it's difficult because i live my life how my mother raised me you know to be the young lady that my mother raised me to be mm-hmm. you know um and I, I try to treat people how she taught me how to treat them, you know, and, and and that's important. So do you think that these these old men who were? I mean, we just we can speculate, and I would say some of those values are still around. I'm like sure. some of their old school values yes. are still around. And again, I think that's one of the biggest problems with with the nation right now is, is you're out of touch with reality don't talk to me about exactly. black 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 problems and you know like you're out of touch with that generation you are in a position of power like for 40 years and, and did you, you know you could have rode a little bit harder exactly for, for black folks because you were and there when, historically you seen, you when you're studying <laughs> uh there's plenty of sound bites of, of uncle joe saying <laughs> wow stuff and yes. then there's a, there's a historic record of policy following it supported you said it yourself cj that he appears to be more racist on paper you know biden appears to be more racist on paper than trump but i said it myself and i countered that i said trump's rhetoric is more dangerous than his policy and boom kicking the door waving the full (laughs) (laughs) true Uh, touche yo but it's a wild day and Wild week in America. There's a lot going on, man. Really a lot going on, but it's like we we really gotta. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I gotta. I guess I gotta slide this in. Giuliani's saying something. Wow. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? A trial by trial, trial by, by combat. combat. Oh, I know you're not God, a Game Giuliani. of Thrones. I know you're not Game of Thrones fan. But <laughs> while 
Wow, wow, in the, in the, um, yeah, see if you can find that. But in the, in the series, it was great, man. So there's, um, a little person, you know, or a midget, what have you. And he was, he was wealthy, you know, he, he was, uh, his family is very wealthy. Long story, he got in a situation and in that time period, they would allow you to have a trial by combat. Meaning yeah, like you could, you could fight a knight and you know, if you won in combat, you were acquitted of your crimes. Gotcha. So, yeah, but this was a, this was a theme in the, uh, in, in the show, but to hear a, not a politician, he's not a politician, former lawyer, what have you. Well, yeah, I guess he, he is a politician. Yeah, man. Sure. To hear him say, yo, oh, trial man. by combat, along with all the rhetoric in, in between, it was it was pretty shocking. And, and again, I, I told you about all this, uh, what is it, fiction and reality, like blending with Tom Hanks and The Simpsons. And then he comes again saying like, hey, he has coronavirus. And then, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, oh my God, my it's weird. Forever Maybe I'll slide the clip in, but uh, right. crazy, crazy oh, times in, in America though. What else we got on the on the, on the book though, man? Um, I wanted I wanted to also, but go back to um. Oh, my mom joined. Hey, mom. Hey. Hi, mama. Hi, mama. CJ. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, ma, you're not getting in the video. <laughs> okay. So she got the she got the clip right here. This is Giuliani right here. Clean election. They have you come in and look at the paper ballots. Who hides evidence? Criminals hide evidence, not honest people. So, over the next ten days, we get to see the machines that are crooked the ballots that are fraudulent and if we're wrong we will be made fools of but if we're right a lot of them will go to jail wait for it wait for it so let's have trial by combat i'm willing to stake i'm willing to stake my reputation the president is willing to stake his reputation on the fact that we're going to find criminality there. So how do you interpret that rhetoric? Trial by combat. That what does that is, mean to you? That is crazy. Oh, man. What's up, Harsh? Um, that's Harsh from India. Shout out to him. Yo, what's um, good? This is not surprising. It's, it's like... It's... To me, it's amusing. I know it's dangerous, but it's amusing. Oh, but it's I, I, I can't, I can't help but crack a smile myself. Yeah. But it's like this is rhetoric from an administration that told people to drink bleach and they did. <laughs> so it's like um, this is rhetoric from an administration whose base is has a large population of armed radicals. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you're so dirk said it's just a shock and awe tactic 
get a reaction. Um, and they did, and they did. <laughs> uh, the rhetoric I can see shock and awe, but at the same time, I, I do believe there are people who take those out as instructions. Yes. Facts. And follow through. It's like the bleach. And <laughs> <laughs> <Then> there's that. <laughs> but again, uh, me personal, own personal threat assessment, we're on standby. We're, I won't say we're in Delta. We're still in Charlie. Mm-hmm. You know, on the 20th, we may upgrade to Delta. And then after that, we will downgrade based upon uh, future threat assessments. But yeah. Again, wild times in America. The world is watching. Yeah, you know what? I, I think I heard the Prime Minister of Canada like saying, "Yo, we don't know what the hell's going on down there, but y'all need to get it together, basically." Yo, indeed, indeed, indeed. And he's not a peach himself. He's grimy, <laughs> too, but still um, like on the on the subject of Canada, because Trump posted on that too. Like that, they are breaking in. The, the law enforcement is now forcefully entering people's homes for the uh, COVID violations. Like your neighbors can be like, "Yo, they having too many people here." Kicking the door, waving the phone, <laughs> and then yo, there you, there you go again. But yo, Derek, yo, I appreciate you uh, giving the uh, giving the feedback. So he said, "Of course, all sides have extremists that ruin the very fabric of what we what we as a country want." Oh, I totally agree. It's, it's on both sides. You, you always mm-hmm. have this on both sides. And that's why I think an independent party, like a third party, is best to for people to meet in the middle. And, you know, we can we can take things that because no no particular party is right or perfect, you know. And I think it's George Washington was a very big advocate of abolishing those because he foresaw what we see now. And it could ultimately lead to the, how do you say, to the, the fall of our beloved uh, Democratic Republic. And you mentioned before, CJ, mm-hmm. that, and perhaps we can we can uh, segue into this, that the Democrats will have the White House and they will have the Senate. And we need to confirm that they will have the Congress as well, because this is a, a, a rare time to get a lot of left wing policy pushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom said she voted had a question. Third party, right on. What he said? Third party? Oh no, Dirk said he voted third party. But go ahead, CJ. I'm sorry. Um, we I I like the idea of no parties, and you just put mm. your policy. Like we also talked about, where you put, hey, this is what I'm going to do when I get in office, and y'all hold me to it, or y'all kick me out, basically. Mm. Um, I like what that. Did, what did Mama CJ say? <laughs> Oh, she's she's she says she's agree she agrees no Democrats or Republican Party, so she agrees with not having those two parties. Exactly, I agree. exactly. And she asks, why are they afraid of him? But I'm trying to figure out who she's asking about. I'm assuming Trump. Are you talking about Trump, Mom? Um, I'll wait for her to respond to that. But um, yeah, you know how we feel. Yeah. I don't think any one side should have control of any part of government. And I, I agree. And I that's agree what I'm that. concerned about, like, as you mentioned, I did not do, I need to do more dem- digging on the, how do you say, democratic objective. But I do know that they are very much in deep in bed with Big Pharma. They're yeah. very much deep in bed with 
a lot of the corporations, big tech and, and what have you. So it's like, I gotta put those pieces together and perhaps we can, can see where that agenda is, is going because they will be in position to push it like yeah. hard. Absolutely. And go ahead, you have something first lady? You gonna say something? No, I was gonna say, I was, I've was. i been telling people on Twitter cause they're like, oh, Democrats, everybody's getting in. It's like, are you gonna hold them accountable when they're in though? Mm-hmm. Like just because they're elected doesn't mean they're gonna do a good job. Doesn't mean everything is gonna be better. Like mm-hmm. what are they actually gonna do to solve these problems and how fast are they gonna do it? See, but here's another thing you gotta remember too. And again, I do my best to be objective and mm-hmm. Trump was always mentioned about the fake news, fake news, fake media, what have you. But the Democratic Party is a very big stronghold on the media. Very so true. When these Democratic uh, leaders are in office, it could be difficult to get the truth out because the narrative it's could be spun exactly. with a left perspective. And, so, we, and we did see that with Biden, to be fair. They did a very good job with his campaign on the home stretch. And hiding, uh, hiding he's, the flaws. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's grinding. Um, my mom says, I guess something about China. Um, she said that pretty much she feels like everybody's going to go back to sleep and not hold the Democrats accountable during this administration. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. And again, I, I blame that a lot on, how do you say, on, on the media. So I used to really love Colbert's show. Mm-hmm. Like, he did a re- really great job. I got some, it's like I almost got the news from him. It was like, do you think he will be as harsh on Biden as he is on Trump? I'm curious to see what those political pundit late night shows, how they are during this administration. Because are they're, they they're in league with the, you're in league with their networks who yeah. are in league with the parties so mm-hmm. it's like is it just going to be propaganda or am i, I gonna so. you know I, I don't know are they going to be objective and my mom also brought up how they were trying to lure black voters with the strippers and all that remember we saw that the advertisement for the get out and vote ads. yeah in atlanta i think it was in atlanta or somewhere we gotta uh they're trying that to do, up come on that, they're trying to do what <laughs> um <laughs> Basically, they had like a they had like a commercial to get. They had strippers talking and trying to educate people how to be informed and vote to lure black voters. I think particularly black men to go vote in the presidential election. Interesting. Oh. I mean, that's not so dirty. Like, nah, you, but if you, if you what's the bad part? It, it's bad because they assume we're stupid, so we throw out food and liquor and like strippers to get you to go vote yes exactly i I thought it was like they're saying like they were making the strippers were making ads no no yeah like the democratic party did this they put strippers up to hey go out and vote be informed blah 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 it was stupid they're out out in their their stripper clothes like go vote oh okay (laughs) wow well yeah, that's a bit much, but I can't knock it off. Like I mean, sex does sell, but that's just like... You gotta see the ad to be like... Is that what you gotta think about us? Like, Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the, that's what they're showing, is yeah. that what they think about us, okay? It's the biggest office in the free world. 
you gotta cheat to get it. And you gotta cheat every angle, as you can say. But it's like, here's the thing, when you cheat, you can't cheat so outrageous that it's like, yeah, we got one billion votes for the Democrats. Well, there's not even a billion people in America. But it's like, it, it almost seems to that magnitude, you know, with, uh, with, with the ratios. Cause it's like, in most elections, the margins are so slim. Mm-hmm. They're like so slim. This one seemed to be, uh, had a big, had a yeah. big gap. But well, the popular vote was very slim. I would say the electoral vote, it was a little cushion, but it wasn't a landslide. So this is, to me, it was a tight election. I think it, it, um, it, it seemed that Biden had more of a more of an edge to me looking at the numbers, and again the mail-in ballots. When I saw it, and I, I get it, you make an exception I mean... for military members, military members who are overseas, you know, combat theaters, you're overseas, what have you. I get it, you make the exception. Even uh, people in Washington, D.C., you know, mm-hmm. they, they vote mail-in, evidently. But when you're doing it for the first time on a magnitude of what was done, there is a tremendous margin of, of error. error. exactly. And it's like there are countless points of failure where you're talking about one single person. Remember, even with nuclear weapons, you know, you had two-person concept. You're talking about duffel bags of ballots, and you're gonna trust it with a single person. How convenient we have the social distance in times of COVID. So send a single. There is so so much much, room for fuckery, and it's like, or just error. I mean, just this is and but this is the perfect storm for for this because it's like they there is a legitimate claim to question the election. Really, it is. is. It is. But, but to be like fair, overall, it was deemed as a secure and clean election by security, cyber expert, all that stuff. Again, I, I, I would say for some of the machines, I trust them, but yet there is a point of failure with there. Exactly. Again, it's accounting for the mail-in ballots and then the lack of identification. The, the system of of doing it through, I'm not, I'm totally against it. Even if we were doing it on online, I would still, I have to validate your face somehow. And then I have to validate your ID somehow. And then it could be a a perfect match for that. And then, and only then when you can cast your vote. But like the way the mailing, too many points of failure. When you uh, go like for your taxes or anything, you go on like the government sites, Mm -hmm. Do you have to like validate who you are? You have to, you know, put your ID in. You know, I I don't know if it's gonna scan it in or not, and then like take a picture of yourself. So so I don't understand if we had those secure systems in place already. Why is it so difficult for us to start voting online? I totally agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Like it's a matter of trying to get you gotta get the right technical people to accept it. But um, shout out to Value Sainment. Like, to put it into perspective, you need to show a photo ID to get on an airplane to take a flight. Exactly. So sure. like, why would you not have to show any type of identification to vote to determine who has I don't know 
full control of the military and like nuclear weapons and stuff like that. No big deal, you know, it's, just, it's only an election. <laughs> and and that's what we've been talking about. We need to have a 21st century Bill of Rights, technological Bill of Rights that's to lovely. be included on top of the Bill of Rights that we have and the amendments. We need to update that to now. So that's the biggest problem. They don't want to do it. Mainstream America doesn't want to do it because they lose power. Once they do that, lose power. Mm. That's basically it. And then what you need in place. So shout out to, to Dirk. He, he's giving us a lot of comments on here. So okay. he said, the powers that be fear what we could do together. They continue to drive a wedge. And it's not just America. Every country you look, they all have the same problem. We, the people, need easier access to vote on everything. Yo, yes. bro, we said it. <laughs> like, voting online would provide such an ease of access exactly. to, to get it, you know, I, I to get that it. done. I mean, technology is um, improving every day. So I don't even understand, I don't understand why, you know, we have, like, fingerprint sensors on, on our phone and, and things like that, but we can't vote online so like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a shout I mean, out i'm a shout out to my my colleague bio was it bio uh biometrics yes bio I'm, I'm a shout out to my uh <laughs> to my my colleague mike and this is he gonna be his pushback or was his pushback on it there is an argument that big tech is more powerful than government and if the voting process would go to to these platforms it would put Apple, it would put Samsung. Let's be real, these are the leaders in flagship uh, yes. phones. It would put them, it would give them tremendous power. And at the same time, there would have to be some sort of carte blanche, full transparency, audit transparency with the code mm -hmm. and the process so that people could supervise this process. That's me interjecting this. My pushback would, that's what it would take to, to push this forward and make it happen. I totally believe it can happen with blockchain, but um, it, it, it needs to be done. 2020 was the perfect year to show why we need online voting. Absolutely. Um, I had a couple, my mom said we had a black doctor in Miami that died from the vaccine. So I'm assuming the COVID vaccines. Whoa, yeah. That's, um, to, I don't want to say to be expected, but wow, it, it, even I, I from mean... a doctor, he. He must have had a lot of faith in, in the vaccine and pushed it to his patients as well, perhaps. I don't know. It's sad. I know um, it was another doctor, I think, actually in Indiana, that she was neglected in her care. And I think she died or is something like that. And they weren't listening to her. And she's an actual doctor. And they weren't listening to her instructions on how she needed to be cared for. Yeah. And I don't know if she necessarily died or not, but it was looking like it was going that direction. And I think she was infected by COVID or whatever. And I know somebody, I think my cousin took the vaccine. One of my cousins, I think, took it. And somebody else I talked to, she took it. So I'm curious to keep following up on them and see. So I got a buddy that's overseas that's serving. Uh, he, the military is pushing the vaccine already. Oh, wow. And I guess like if you're PCSing, this will allow you to one to speed up your PCS, and two, you know like uh, it says something I... about it shortens quarantine phase or something like that. But again, 
if were I in the military at this time, I was nervous about taking the flu vaccine. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's just um, a lot of people, I, I know that I've seen a couple articles saying that a, pe- a few people were, after being um, taking the vaccine, they actually got COVID again. So um, I don't did you not see the article? I did send it to you, I, I believe. I did see that. Yeah. I, I do recall um, seeing that. And it's like, the thing is, getting the initial COVID strand is one thing. But, but everyone's saying, strand. like, will it render you impervious to uh, this mutated stuff? And, mm-hmm. yo, bro, we mentioned that. We were talking about 5 and 25, the Army's protocol for dealing with improvised explosive devices. But mm-hmm. just talk about looking for a secondary device. like yeah i see you covid i see you covid the first one wasn't too worried about it i mean yeah it is what it is killing people but it's like the recovery rates that number didn't really concern me but now hearing about new strains they're stronger yeah i don't want to say that's the secondary that's the secondary attack but there could be i i I foresee something else but who, who, who could really say man Okay, so I got a couple questions and comments. So my mom says some one black physician told my daughter he's not taking the vaccine. She died after they were being discharged. Um, my friend Tracy said, are there any real life examples of a modern, modernized high tech voting system in practice right like now? Like in another country? Yeah. Hmm. I'm you would really have to dig in. Yeah, we got to dig in. No one says that America does it best. That America does voting best. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the government workers, my mom works for the government. She said they still have, I guess, the option to take it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't want to take it. My mom is more into holistic health and herbs. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Um, I grew up like that. And she said, remember, it still affects your spinal and your brain. So. Mm. She brings that point up so, as well. Uh, I want to bounce up. How does it? I, I heard about the brain and I did a little, but I mean, what? Yeah, how does it affect spinal, the spine? And I get the spine is related, con- is connected yeah. to the brain. But this COVID is, I don't want to say fascinating. It's such a unique virus that <laughs> I've heard that-, that it can, it has like sore, it can cause sores on your toes. Obviously, it affects your lungs, and then you know the the brain. But also, this thing is something something wicked man like well we've already speculated that our theory is it's weaponized yeah um but how i mean we create a lot of wicked stuff in the u.s so we got like labs for that so just yeah Everybody do your Googles. It's out yeah, there. Yeah. How is the, you is think it, Wuhan was bad? What did Chicago USA? Now because um, the vaccine is is messing with your DNA. It's it's uh oh then there's that. Is is it connected with the five G? You know, it's, it's theory. Okay, so because I'm okay, hear it's me out, hear theory, me out. But hear me out, hear me out. Is it's a wild theory, it's far fetched theory, and again, I'm just throwing this out Google algorithm and, and YouTube. Because I'm writing a sci-fi novel, but anyways, there's precious there's metals in vaccines. Yes. Right. You know, human beings are conductors. Yes. This five G mm-hmm. network, it can only, how do you say, it, it can only broadcast so, so far. far. 
let's say 500 meters, and then you need to repeat it. But I think it's less but than if that. If we are antennas, well, if, the, if human beings are, are the medium, because we are vibrational beings, yes, then it's like perhaps we could be used to broadcast frequencies so is the because that's all enhancing the 5G. And it's silly. I know. I know. But it's, it's just silly. a theory. It's, it's a silly but, theory. Using it for a sci-fi novel. Please don't take me off the internet. YouTube <laughs> uh, algorithm. It's for a movie. God. But, but um, is it so far-fetched? We are in America. Nah, not really. Not at this point. Um, my mom said when she did, she did have COVID early last year. Well, I last recall, year. and I'm, I'm glad you recovered. Yes. Yeah. Um, she that. said she couldn't walk well when she had it, so she was saying that's what she said it affected her spine at least. Yeah. Um, oh, Rick said you should have seen the stocks for these vaccine companies skyrocket. Oh, yeah, and then when you think about Moderna, they're a relatively young company. They don't even have a product on the market, but yet they got the, one of the first COVID vaccine prices out. So if you know about IPOs and young companies, their stocks are relatively low. But mm -hmm. you got their stock on the low low, and then hey, guess what? We're about to release COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, word? Yeah, boom, the sky that stock's gonna go through the roof. But yeah, you already yeah. know uh, some people made a lot of money on that. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Now what did Mama CJ say? I'm sorry, I don't I don't know her name. What's her name? Oh uh, my name is Hazel. Hazel, Hazel. I'm What's up, Hazel? Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> um Let's see. Tracy said the timing is impeccable. Mm. Um, I guess what all we're talking about. And I think she said somebody peak game. Who peak game, mom? My homeboy, the commenter. Oh, my mom said hi back. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did we want to talk about? I I want to. I do want to talk about the unintended consequences of banning Trump from all these social media platforms. Hmm. I so, yeah, let's do that. I I would like to hear because although it is funny and hilarious because he loves attention. Yeah, and he it loves is, it is quite it's like dangerous the only social because, media he manages. Yeah, like, but it is quite dangerous because you don't know what's going on now. Like he's basically off the grid, so to speak. Yeah. So I think that's more dangerous than at least you know and, if he's on social media, you kind of know what's going on. But and so, but hold on, yeah. and then here's another thing too: is you have the most powerful man in the free world dealing with the Twitter withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> like, really think about that. You just cut him. It's like that's how he's been out from the everything. world. Yeah. They cut so, him from everything. I mean, I hope you can at least. Yeah, YouTube. I was, gonna, watch, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say show, maybe, you know? maybe he'll make a YouTube video. <laughs> no, nah, I was saying at least he could watch our show. You know what I mean? But like, I would, I would venture to be curious to see because I will say this: he's he is adaptable. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see if he just creates his own network and his own social media. That, I mean, not for nothing. It he has be, a, he has the power. I was to gonna do say that. it can be done. So it's really nothing. I'm making Trumper. And then that's his social media platform. Yeah. And then he can say whatever he wants, carte blanche, and, and get the message out to the world. But again, as we mentioned in the Upgrade America Policy for the Future book, the need for a government, um, a government app. Perhaps you could be the same app you vote with, but a need for a government broadcast to get to the world. This is a, probably a poor example because you can misuse that app. But I sure. mean, nonetheless, 
it's like we we, we need this man we, we need something like that my mom said why this is still america so why are they so afraid of trump because it's still america and he's still an american yo your he mom brings says... up a great point she she brings up a great point mm-hmm. and it's like say what they want to say about getting him out of office this is still america and trump still deserves due process and again when you really look at the evidence yes it, i don't want to say coincidence and it kind of alludes to like he triggered that he set it up but if you really comb through the evidence you would most likely he could be acquitted because yeah he's the most powerful man in the free world very very powerful man at that but he is not directly responsible for the subsequent actions of um, of his followers yes. like it sucks it was a travesty it really sucked but at the same time he's not directly responsible for he that knew this. and when you go th- when you run that through the court of law through due process they're going to be like yeah, you may have that. Somebody may be able to like sue him for like mm-hmm. uh, or something, but it's like as far as trying to charge him as, as an impeachable offense, no, it's frowned upon, sure, but an impeachable offense, don't waste your time. Focus on that stimulus check. Get the American people paid. Let him ride out his his ten, ten days. Ten days. In exactly. the unlikely event, you have some intelligence that you know he's in league with these uh these guys that are playing the mass shit up then by all means intervene but mm-hmm. if not i don't know let it let it ride my mom said she's in danger of we're in danger of becoming a communist country America. yes yes <laughs> and uh, i believe that is the democratic agenda is like socialism and communism are very close cousins they're very close cousins. When socialism mm-hmm. collapses, nations tend to become more communist. And either way, you say Trump is becoming authoritarian. Well, guess what? Socialism, Stalin killed more people than the Nazis. <laughs> like, socialism has a dictator too. Yeah. So it's like, choose your evils. Yeah, my mom's. <laughs> My mom and we we've gone back and forth about this. I don't necessarily care for Trump, but I like kind of that he was his own person, and then oh, he, yeah. shocked, he shocked the system in the sense that, wait a minute, all of y'all are full of it. At least I know who I am, and like yeah. pff, I don't care. So I, I, that is very admirable, and I will say it. Barack gave me courage to run because he was black. I'm like cool, black man got in the office, but Trump gave me more courage. To like because he was himself. Granted, yes. he's a billionaire and everything else like that. That's, but that's one thing. He, he him being himself is like, yeah, he got billions to back him up, but I can still be myself. I'm not as rude and, and, and obnoxious as, as he is, but it's still somewhat inspired me to to do this too. But like, yeah, looking at it, choices. America's weird right now. Yeah, it's really difficult to say. <laughs> Both sides cheated. You, you can't yeah, argue I with mean, that, but it's, it's just really like, so what, does <laughs> what does that mean though to you? Who cheated more? Is, it's is just that... like, you cheated more. So like, I'm, I'm mad at you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be in office. Or is that what it means? Like you have to, the harder you have to, Cheat the, harder? may the best cheater win. Is, is that, that what it means in America? Basically. Yeah, like that. that's what. What's yeah. up Monique? My cousin Monique joined on IG. Um, my mom said basically Trump was an alpha dog. They didn't like that. They said they're taking down comments already on YouTube, IG, and Facebook. I think wow. 
Um, she said he showed Hollywood. He showed you what's going on in Hollywood. All the griminess mm -hmm. there. Yes, he did. Um, he also exposed. Say what you want about QA9, and I took that with a grain of salt. But um, the Pizza Geek, all those things. I'm just talking about a, another sci-fi script YouTube algorithm. But like all of those things, yeah, he did expose that. Yeah, I am did. curious what could also become of that in these last days in office. But um, I don't I, know. I, I, I want to ask yeah. you this: Have you heard any threats from the Democratic Party? You know, Trump was always saying, "Lock her up, lock her up" for Hillary. Yeah. Were there any threats from the Democratic Party? about what they intend to do with Trump after he's out of office. I don't know, but they it sounds like they're trying to charge him. They're actually trying to impeach him, which we were talking about kind of what, wouldn't make sense. What type yeah. of charges, though? Um, let me look. I kind of seen that floating around a little bit. Let me I see. heard the charges with the rioters. They got charges with interrupting in the, the electoral process, insurrection, treason, treason. above all these uh, things of that nature. But it's like... I get it. You had boots on the ground. You're directly involved. But until they show some memorandum from Trump saying, yo, do that shit. <laughs> like, there's really no link yeah. between the two. It's passion. Like, I, I, I could say they acted out of passion. Trump gave a, a very, you know, energetic, emotional speech. You know, and maybe they acted out of passion. A good but, lawyer could, could fight that case. I mean, but with you know, Trump with his billions or, you know. Oh, yeah, he has great lawyers. Not yeah, good lawyers, so he has, he has a team of lawyers, so good luck fighting that. But you is know? it worth it? In the State of the Union right now, in the lack of stimulus checks and, and, and plans and the things going forward, is it worth it to, because um, it takes try, yeah. quite a bit of energy focus and, and attention to do an impeachment exactly so is, it worth it in 10 is, days? Is, is it worth that that time <sighs> no, you know we're paying for for them yeah, <laughs> to do this. yeah i don't that's a good question let me, I don't let, me know. This, let me ask you this and okay. then right now you know say it's not worth it but then hypothetical scenario you know the he does the president does do something wow what is is there a method to, to remove him from office beyond impeachment i have no idea that's a good point um i guess it had to be something truly egregious for that to happen yeah like what and, and, to yo, what like 2021's the brother of 2020 <laughs> <Anything>. <laughs> um trying to think oh, my internet's acting crazy but uh, we should still be good at least we're communicating okay. yeah. but um, let me just pull the segment board up and I just went to um, just my network on my on my phone but um, I don't know I just kind of seen it swirling around that they were going to try to charge him after he gets out and what bro? I don't know I have to we have to come back and visit that they, they, just, they just say that to calm Americans down. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna charge him, no worries. But it's like, it, it's funny when you look at administrations historically, mm -hmm. and it's like, and you look at the amount of, how do you say, convictions. <laughs> Is it like difficult to run a country without your cabinet going to jail? <laughs> 
like or going to prison like mm-hmm. the trump administration uh, i'm not too sure how many were under obama's bush administration mm-hmm. but like presidents throughout history like are they we already established the rule of thumbs you got to be the best cheater to get into office but like hold <laughs> it but you have like crooked crooks and uh and criminals under your administration because that's what it seems with all these uh you know these convictions that have you but i don't know man 2021 is gonna be an interesting year i know yeah. we still got uh we got some other stories on, on the board oh yeah yeah could you lead off on there while I try to keep playing my internet, make sure we don't get disconnected? Yeah, yeah. So, um, we already talked about Trump's troops take over the Capitol. We're there, boots on the ground. So, what is this one from Eric Jerome Dickey? That's the oh, that's talking about. Yeah, that's my favorite black author. Like, um, okay. get my internet up. Okay. Okay. So, um, love is books. Um, there's a section for new law and new rules. And okay. I think uh, it's your turn, man. You had power for to absolute power to upgrade America. What would be your new? Don't so put me, don't put me on a spot like that. You didn't even like, I didn't even get this. I didn't. Um. So if you just got the job, you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Give me some time. Give me some time to adjust. You're not making no new rules. I don't want to become. Yes, a, yes. I don't want to become the next dictator. So just let me. So, <laughs> New new rule. Me personally. No public smoking of tobacco oh, yes. in places where children are present or, or play. Or I feel like exercise I feel trait. like if you're in an apartment Our building I feel, no because I've been I've been I had apartments where I'm above someone who's a smoker and I smell it and it's just so awful. Like for people who don't smoke and then secondhand smoke is a big thing it's real you guys yes i want to interject because it's like yo everyone's saying yeah the government cares that's why they want to give you vaccines but yo more people die from cigarette smoke a year than people have died from covid so it's like if the government really cared the first thing they would do is put harsher restrictions on tobacco what about ban it from from being used publicly uh swimming pool deaths are more than you know uh was it a year we didn't need to see that um on a what more swimming pool deaths than COVID? yes I'm not, I'm not we just we just listened to the, and i don't uh, retain i didn't retain that day so if you want to search it up we can but I'm not sure. <laughs> i did want to i did want to talk about one of my favorite authors he died at 59. i used to look forward oh, wow. to his book um every year Huh? What was one of his uh, best books? Oh man, I've read like most of them. Um, he had a vi- he had a spy series, assassin spy kind of uh, series. I think we totally talked about this. Really story. good, yeah. and it yeah, it was like it was like a trilogy. It's it was a uh, sleeping with strangers, resurrecting the night, and Gideon. Um, I just I love his writing style. He's very descriptive. You feel like you're in that world when you're reading his books. And I got to shout out my homegirl. Uh, you remember Tremble from Osan? I remember Tremble. Yeah. Tremble put me on his books. Actually, she was oh. like, "Yo, I think you would like these books." And I've been hooked ever since. So I just wanted to send a shout out to him and his family. Man, he's dope. Man, really loved his books. And he has. How did he die? 
Uh, he had a long-standing illness. They didn't really give much detail. It looks like some kind of cancer or something. Um, he wrote 29 novels in all, sold more than 7 million copies worldwide in print. Seven and his million. final book comes out this April, ironically, and I was just looking up that book, too. So, yeah, this, this messes me up, man, because I oh, really... Yeah, you probably have to really look because you know, audiobooks, the person reading has to have that voice where it's yeah, digestible it's, to listen to. Yeah, yeah. 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 and I'm like, and um, the one I did was uh, Lovecraft Land, they did it. Oh, I really okay. like that. I like the honestly, the book to me. It's better, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Book, I, I did the show. I really couldn't get into like. Um, I still gotta watch it. They did a great job with the show. I, I mean, I just like uh, the book was like almost like it's totally different. It kind of was. Yeah, they like remixed it yeah. on the show. And they put I, I think, I think maybe if I watched the show before the book, it, it would have like because yeah. like the really like listening to the book. It, it kind of made me like turned off for the show because I was expecting more along the lines of the book. And also was very descriptive. Yeah, so that's what I like too about Eric Jerome Dickey's books. Very descriptive and like just, you just transported when you would read that. Um, I did want to talk about Amazon Air. You know, Cam mm-hmm. loves some Amazon, yeah, huh? so. <laughs> They're actually, Amazon is taking delivery to new heights, first time ever. E-commerce giant has purchased 11 Boeing 6, no, 767, 300 planes. Um, Well, also, they're getting their own Air Force. So, basically, vertical integration. This is a big thing you should talk about. Like, we talk about business. But, I mean, Um, it's very intelligent. I applaud Amazon, and I saw their business model. When I was getting packages on Sunday... I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I like Am- Amazon. Amazon. So it's like their 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 delivery is out of the scope of conventional delivery, and it's like and- it only made sense for them to get into uh, expanding their business. Very brilliant. Yeah. I mean, like since we moved, like we've been getting packages. It was like, oh, we're getting packages on Tuesday. It will come Monday. It was like, whoa, like when? Why have we moved? Like <laughs> it, it was really. Amazon has stepped their their game up. Um, very, very yeah, I I'm not getting paid for this, so you know. Oh, I'm getting paid. I buy. I, I'm a shareholder, so I want them. Sure. I want them to drive the drive the price up. Like at the same time, it's like I respect their business model. I see that they have one that can operate in times of COVID, and you know they really held it down. Amazon and Walmart really held it down. They made a whole load of money. Yes. <laughs> I have to, uh, I'm interested on how this affects, because they bring up UPS and FedEx. Mm-hmm. So now that Amazon is going to have their own, basically, Air Force, yeah. I'm curious how that affects their business models. Would it, would they just be sharing a workload, or would they essentially put them out of business at some point? So, um, Dirk said, Amazon just put up some money for affordable housing. <laughs> Yo, that's very interesting, and I Amazon like that. And I, to get and I do, all types of. <laughs> I do like that, and I think that's something that, you know, a lot of big tech, big corporations, they have the loopholes where they avoid the taxes. But 
if they take, as you mentioned, Dirk, if they take a lot of money and then they pump it into projects like affordable housing or even building up infrastructure, then yo, I salute you. I want you in my town. Yeah. And what Upgrade America has been talking about this. The private industry could totally revamp America. Middle America, rural America. Like, come on, man. So, so I, I want to stay on that because in, in the book I'm writing, The Eye Atop the Pyramid, I don't have a release date yet. But it's like the American government has gone bankrupt. But at the same time, it's like the private sector has taken over the burden don't of, too, of national don't security. Much, baby. So you have corporations much. that are running security or pretty much the military and other functions. But it's like I'm imagining a thought experiment on how that would work. As in private sector taking more Word. of the burdens away from government because I express emphatically about the failure of uh, you know of postal in particular in the logistics of packages mm-hmm. but I was very displeased with the, my experience with that but at the same time Amazon presented a model where it works it works efficiently so is there a future where Amazon delivers mail mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, do you they obtain the you know the resources? I don't see why not. I'll get my mail a lot faster. I was waiting for my uh my uh bank card for like (laughs) four weeks. So I'm like I'm like Amazon. It's COVID. It's COVID post Christmas. It could take it could take weeks. Um, I I end up having no. I'm sorry. I end up having to have it like next day aired and paid of. A nice fee for it, but I shouldn't have to. <laughs> but it's but... like that Prime again. I'm saying the business model with Amazon. It's like Prime. Could you imagine paying a flat rate and then getting as many packages and stuff moved across with the efficiency that Amazon does it? Granted, they have a lot of those products replicated in hubs all across the nation. Mm-hmm. But still, as you mentioned, they're obtaining in their force. They're getting the resources and uh, you know the assets to really do take logistics to the next level. And that brings up another interesting point. So they're supposed to have more than 85 planes by the end of 2022, according to Bloomberg. This is coming from LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, you touched on a lot of things, but the one thing I can say is the one thing that you really got me with was the private sector is going to be the one to innovate America again because government moves too slow. And it kind of ties into libertarian views of smaller government. I think organically, in a way, our government is going to become smaller because of the private industry. I think it's kind of trending towards that in a way. And maybe maybe that's what the fight is going on right now between public and private, I guess you could say, industries. And it's like... I would really like to see, uh, again, I think private sector can really carry the burden where, where government has failed. And, you know, Dirk said that uh, UPS is broken government-run system. Yo, I totally agree. I agree And it's like, well. yo, and, and I don't want to bash UPS because they have finite resources. And, like, government shops should be to government. And <laughs> I think they should really work with private sector on providing <laughs> services. And it's like... It's almost like, you know, like you have government as your, your employees and then the private sector would be like your contractors. Like, Yo, work with us so that we can get this mission done. But, My mom said she was with Amazon when they only had books. 
Yeah, that's 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 taking it back. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember. Do I remember Amazon when they just had books? I I remember hearing about. I, them. I was gonna say I remember. I was a little young. So I remember hearing about. It was almost around the same time when Netflix. Uh, I was in Italy and like my my flight chief was telling me about Netflix and like how they send. They literally send DVDs, and I'm like, well, that takes too long. And I guess Amazon was up there too, as far as books and stuff. Because you know, when you're overseas, you really depend on the people who, where they, that can mail the APOs. And that's yeah. Amazon, they, they held it down. I used to have one of those boxes where you had like a kind of an American address in Germany, but okay. it would come to our post office at Ramstein. You talking about the APO? APOAE? No, no. It was actually something else because certain things you couldn't get. So oh, okay. I found a loophole where I can, I had to pay something and I was able to use an address from like, I and think it was from they Pennsylvania. They like forwarded it to you or something. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember having that, that yeah or something but like yeah amazon for me they they fulfilled a lot of needs and i see their future and that's why i buy i buy stock in it you know a little bit of time and you know it still goes a long way i did want to run over the updates with all the major cases we had last year with yeah. police brutality oh yes because I, I like a lot of it has been washed away uh from the timelines and stuff and it's still something that we got sidetracked with a lot of no it's all good like the interaction has been awesome so no i mean i'm, I'm talking about like as a as a nation there's been a lot going on oh yeah 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 uh, people's attention off of what was going on with this i, I did hear something briefly on break on blake though but please go ahead CJ. um with with aubrey it looks like this is recent. I was trying to find the most updated things. It's actually kind of hard to find. Most things are like four days, five days years old, five days old, um, which is kind of comforting. The lawyers for the men charged in the 2020 shooting death of Aubrey have filed several motions ahead of the murder trial, which I think is going to take place in March. And they request that he not be referred to as a victim claiming it would be pre prejudicial uh prejudice against them basically hold on that they're asking that a lot not be referred to as, as a victim, victim? Mm -hmm. i'm confused um basically they're trying to say and me and cam have talked about this on the program how do you deliver justice without being biased between race religion age yeah it kind of does tap into we need to make the court system more efficient by just giving facts instead of giving demographics of some sort or whatever like identifying race or sex or something like that just the facts of the case and the evidence should the only should be the only thing presented um with with these cases it's a little trickier because you kind of need all that to paint the picture yes indeed particularly because it's uh now being declared a hate crime exactly um let's see i'm trying to see what else they say as far as the case updated uh they're saying it's unclear when the murder trial will begin so there we go with that at the end of the article this is out of cincinnati news yeah abc 9 news out of cincinnati it's off their website so 
We'll see. Justice is slow for black folks. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, you know, and 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 the and the lady who just got shot, who was breaking into the Capitol, mind you, the officer who the officer, not not one of the rioters, the officer who was there securing the building, shot her. And he is on leave and under investigation already. Mind you, he's a black man. No, I mean it's <laughs> I mean, it is standard operating procedure, but at the same time, I'm curious to see how the case plays out. And speaking of... But hold on, CJ, I want to ask, like, and going with the use of force model and, and what have you, like, and there's not so much information on, you know, the shooting, but like, just breaking into capital if you were on if that was your post mm-hmm. angry mob is breaking into the capital would you brandish your brandish and uh, use your fire well you know you gotta assess you have to assess the threat anyway so if they're coming in automatically you're gonna be on guard you're gonna be ready you're supposed to use your less than lethal standards before you get too lethal. So here's the thing, though. Do you consider a mob of? Because here's the thing: it was a mob of at least 150, I thought. Mm-hmm. While there's t- tens of thousands outside. The Capitol, yes. There's a mob of at least 150, and when they're pouring through one, a fatal, one guy. When they're pouring through a fatal funnel, you know, mm-hmm. like that. To me personally, that could be perceived as lethal force. A mob can be perceived as lethal force. So with that, with that interjection, you think these force would have been, uh, been appropriate? I get, hold on, I get the scene, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it was a one-on-one interaction, correct? Ooh. Ooh. Like, so uh, when he shot the person, it was, hold up, when he, shot, when he shot the person, it was multiple people um, coming in at the same time, or is this one person that got through first? I understand from our understanding, because we don't really know for sure, we're just gonna speculate on the, the articles that we've seen. She was coming through the window. Yeah. And it okay. was not only her, it was multiple people coming through. Yeah. It is very, I'll put it this way. I would be, I'll be ready. Government property has already been damaged. Smashed the windows. like, that could be replaced. Go ahead. No, no, before yeah, that, no. but it's like now an angry mob and a, mm-hmm. an angry armed mob of over 150 people have now breached the Capitol during. Oh, did I mention that the second most powerful man in the world is residing in inside over here in the, the you know the election results? Exactly. So with that knowledge. Oh, you know they got him out of there though. You're not sitting in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, without doubt. But when you're there, that's your post. And they I got through, they're coming through the front gate, angry mom, breaking shit, and then they're most likely armed. You have incredible intelligence that these guys are armed. I would say I'm prepared for lethal, but you still have to adjust based on what you see and what you incur what what you interact with. You're you're gonna be prepared for lethal because you already got all the intel. But like I said, if it's multiple people versus one person, it's a lot different. Because here's the thing, I do recall in our law enforcement training, like, and they mentioned with a small officer, they're allowed to pull their pistol out, not point, but they're allowed to pull their pistol out, ready pistol, not a ready pistol is when you just have a holster and clap off, but you're allowed to have your pistol in your hand, 
because if it's three on one and they're bigger. Mm-hmm. Again, no, I'm, I'm I'm aware of the you have to go based on your physical stature as well and things like that. I'm just I guess I wasn't as clear on what the situation was thing, that isolated incident. Me personally, I say that lone individual, he was authorized to use deadly force, and I'm going to continue why, and he should also he should be he he deserves a medal because. When you see the show of force that was present for Black Lives protesters, they had the National Guard on the steps of the Capitol, armed yeah. with uh, with war grade weapons. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you there was not one, not, not one, one National Guard member on there, they had clear access. There was a clear security lapse. There? It was almost like a layup. Not like, a, not a lapse. That was intentional. Let's let's. It was, in, in, it in, was. intentional. But nonetheless, it's like you have, he deserves a medal. It's like you had him there against an ocean of armed, angry rioters now by yourself. That. This is the nation's capital. And top of this is an embarrassment that they let, that these people were, were permitted to break in. So it's if like he... he deserves a medal and deadly force was authorized. An angry mob like mm-hmm. that is... So if, if he were punished, overcome, if he were overcome by all those people, they they could have took control of his. They could easily take control of his weapons, mm-hmm. and, and, and 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 it would result in the loss of life. So me personally, maybe it's just a dictator in me, but I say good shoot. Yeah, it's. I yeah. mean, if he's charged with anything, with the people, with the other officers who were moving the rails. So the people can go up the stairs, are they going to be charged with? So she, Nine brings up a very good point. Because That's interesting. Another article where they're saying there's some law enforcement inside. Of course. So it's just like WCF. I, right I, I don't, I didn't see the article with them actually help. I just, I seen the article with them actually moving the, the guardrails that they have in place. I don't know. Any, I, I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of viewers seen them, the guardrails. They were climbing up the stairs and climb up the wall with, um, they were like moving them so they can just like, you know, go ahead, you know, go up the stairs. But, but at the <laughs> same time, it, it, again, alluding to like, this was organized, the, the results were achieved. They ended up stopping the process. They did. And they another day, another one of times. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they set a new precedent for terrorism in America. And it's it's not just like, yes, Washington, D.C. It is the it is the symbolism of the house that was mm-hmm. breached. Yes, exactly. It was so powerful. Go back to, if they can't protect their house, how can they protect and again, even if, as you <laughs> mentioned, this was deliberate, it's if it was definitely deliberate. If it was deliberate, then it that's was. even more of a red flag. Yes. Not okay for me. Yes, it's a red flag, but not for the reason you're saying it. It's a red flag flag for precedent for Americans, hmm. but not for foreign invaders. Because trust, when it comes to foreign, we on top of that shit. Let's keep it hmm. honest. So that didn't deter me because if I believe it was deliberate, all this was basically a big troll, I'm not looking at it like that because you already know we've gone over this. We have contingencies for zombies. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So what does that let me know? This had to be 
we're speculating because we know how it goes. It had to be, it looks intentional. It didn't look like a security. I, I, feel like, I don't want to say a control situation, but someone did, you know, puppet that. Yeah. Puppeteered that, you yeah. know. And Again, you the, the rhetoric can allude to that. And it can, it, but it would be so difficult. And I'm sure his lawyers, before he, he, he presented his speech, he went over the speech with his lawyers. Of course. To see did. if he could retain possible deniability. Just to be like, really? They did that? After I said this? I had no idea they would. When I said fight, I meant figuratively, not literally. The thing hmm. is, for him, then he deployed the National Guard, but hours, Subsequently. hours after it all took place. Because we were out there, and what time? Time we were out there, we Yo, we got like there like exploding two. Yeah, two, like three. two is when it really got yeah, hot. Yeah, and it was like six or something when we got the alert. And nah, it was still early because we bugged out way before, way before six. It was like so. I'm looking at it, threat assessment. I'm like, oh, they're inside this motherfucker. Oh, mm-hmm. they're really getting tore. They're, I'm like, well, all the attention is going from, hey, who are them colored people over there? To, yeah, we got in the Capitol. I'm like, oh, oh like, and the only uh, thing is the wave of people going up the hill. It's just like, yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's like, it's crazy. I said, for one, then the law enforcement's uh, response was bananas. First, it was like the the bicyclist fleet of bicyclists came yeah. in. They're coming because they have a quicker response time. Then ah, they run in codes like going 60 miles per hour down Pennsylvania Drive. Like the law enforcement response was, and you guys, if you guys want to see that footage, you oh, guys yeah, check yeah. out our doc. Camera lady right here. On you know, there, the back okay. of the White House is gonna be dope. Yes. So you guys make sure you guys Ooh. stay tuned for doc. So real quick, because I know we're coming up on time. Um, with Breonna Taylor, they finally fired the two detectives connected to the shooting. Right on. Firing's one thing. Well, exactly. Because, like, it, I mean, with that, can't they go to, like, another state or something? Yeah, they can work and... and some cops in other states. Yeah, yeah, so that's not really, like, oh, move across the country and, you know, yeah. So so that's like, not I'm really not, not acceptable. Yeah, that's it, not, really not that's not a win for me. For me. Like well, no, yeah. actually, you know, you, as I scour the, the map of America, like where would I want to live? It's like yeah, I want to go somewhere warm. Yeah, like you know where where gun laws are, are lenient and sure, but then I have to factor in crime and also hate groups and yes. just racism in general. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. you know, you see these lovely acreages and, and, and mansions in, like, West Virginia. No, no, they're, to my they're family. states. They're like, We're looking at a state, you guys. And then they're like, yo, stay, <laughs> stay out of West Virginia. Like, yo, they ain't, they ain't about that life. And it's just like, why acquire this wonderful, uh, you know, estate, as my lady said? <laughs> Only to, are. how do you say, line it with landmines because my neighbors uh, <laughs> are racist. Like, wow. Yeah. We might this kill, we this might- is America, as... Ice Cube so elegantly said it. I don't want to hurt our three goats. K's, three K's replacing the C. Um, with the George Floyd case, judge in George Floyd case hears motions to delay March trial. So you're talking about summertime. Oh, yeah. Hmm. See, I, I mean, any reason on the? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's always here's the thing, and this is what sucks. I mean, it's a good thing if you're locked up, but it's, it's, it's a bad thing if, you know, 
you're the angry mobs demanding justice. Like, if the lawyer delays the trial longer than six months, in some cases, it's a rare technicality, but you can get off on the violation of the Sixth Amendment right to a speedy trial. Yes. So constant delay, it's a strategy. That's what lawyers are always like, well, just wait, just we're going to delay, they try to delay yeah. it. They try to delay something, they try to delay something. Again, so that timeline goes, hey, it's been over six months. Like, I got a right to a speedy trial here. Like, And then, so, ah, uh, I don't know, man. I know How someone personally who, who that happened to, so. Um, well, it looks like, okay, based Basically, prosecutors last week filed to delay the trial set to begin March 8th to June, citing concerns the proceedings and expected protests outside the courthouse will create a super spreader event because of Corona. So that's their reasoning for why they can do it. But you can do all this shit on Zoom or just have essential personnel only for the case. So I am not buying that. So why do you have to have everybody in, in one room? I think if anything, you should be able to have it in multiple locations with very great internet. You know, but and then, before uh, bef- before Corona and all that, they had circuit TV court with you know. I'm not um, with, I, I think, like the criminally insane and all that. Like they they do stuff like that already prior. Too COVID, so, so the infrastructure is well, there. Yeah, like Same I don't thing. understand why it's like. We know what it is. They're trying to wiggle out of this, basically. Yeah. We we call it what it is. Um, with the Jacob Blake case out in Wisconsin, family calls for peaceful protest after no charges brought against Kenosha officer. So, wow. looks like the officer will not be charged. In the shooting of Jacob Blake over the summer. I was gonna say, it's like, like, yo, I mean, we saw the footage. Yeah. We saw the footage, and regardless what happened prior, you know, regardless what happened prior that we did not see in the footage, what we seen at the moment when the officer engaged him, he, it had nothing to do that warranted the use of deadly force. It had nothing, and that's why I was like, again, I, I, I implore that state to state everyone needs to be on board on when and how you can use your firearm in the line of duty because if everyone says yeah you can do this and and people are getting away with murder literally with murder yeah universal has to be agreed upon across all 50 states because this is this is just one of the things that that set outrage over the summer had america burning over the summer I tell you, if this thing, if it's let to continue, it's going to get worse. And we talked about the Citizens Advocates Agency, uh, mm-hmm. use of force model, a standardized use of force model. I'm not saying it's perfect in the military. We have fratricide. We have, you know, negligent discharges and, and, and what, mm-hmm. all the time. But at the same time, that cohesion is still a great place to start. You say this, right? You say this. Um military but would you want would you want the military to run the the government to be ran like the military <sighs> okay martial in law peace, like... in peace time so you're so saying as it, our defenders like, like our, our defenders on our when we're doing our home our uh home-based mission we do law enforcement we do yeah. cops 
And in my experience, CJ, you have more stateside experience mm -hmm. with that, but it was very efficient. There's these, there's places, points of failure. It's not perfect. Yeah. But it's like, were I apprehended by base security forces? I don't want to say I would feel safer in their custody than in uh, than in, in law enforcement back mm -hmm. home because it's like the it's the training the oversight is America military is very concerned about how her parents is mm -hmm. so it's like even in war like they want everything to be viable one of the rules of engagement law on confidence. Geneva Convention. Yeah. I want everything from the military to be placed into civilians. I just want a standardized use of force model where everyone can agree, hey, you can pull your gun under these circumstances. You can use a taser under these circumstances. This is when you should have some sort of mental health uh, person on call. It's like, honestly, my ideal law enforcement in the future, you you the, cop, on, the cop is just a security guard. The cop is just a gun because at the yes. end of the day, you're talking about you want someone to be trained in weapons and tactics, trained in the law, trained in first responder tactics. That's a big responsibility for yeah. one career, one person. Yeah, so at the same time, the it should bar, be like, yo, takes... five plus years. Yeah. So it's like, it should be like, yeah, it should ultimately be a team. It should be like, yo, you got a social worker. Cool. They're coming up, de-escalating things, soft skills, what have you. Maybe you have an EMT person who's on deck, any type of medical emergency, first what, what they have should you. Be and then three, in you, have your, you have your gun. You have someone with a firearm, like, yo, things are escalating, force is required, and that's what they should be trained in. in force and have these other counterparts. Yeah, it sucks because now you need three people to do one job, but guess what? Trying to get one person to do three jobs ain't working very well. Exactly. So we need to divide it up, get some more exactly. manpower. Um, my mom said the only way you can hold the police accountable for unjust killings, it has to be changed in the laws, which we've talked about multiple times. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. They're protected from their crimes, basically, yeah, how, the, how the laws are set up. Um, going back to your question, uh, nine. Yeah, basically, I think we could use some practices from the military in civilian world that would be very helpful for okay. organization and execution. But as far as us like running law enforcement, no. But I think I just remember going through use of force class constantly, like yeah, like it, it was drilled into you, like. Yes, you do not touch your weapon unless it's go time. Like, really, that's your last yeah. resort. Like, they made that very apparent. Yes. Do you think and that... And the repercussions as well. Yes. Do you think that uh, officers are not trained because funding? Like, you guys have more... You guys had more funding for the military than the funding for police. I don't think it's a matter of funding so much. No. It's just like, they could... The military doesn't give a fuck about taking your days off. They'd be like, oh, yeah, guess what? You, you thought you were off today? Training day. Yep, get up early. We're going to do some training. Okay. And then that's where they fall. Because if you think about it, too, they would have to pay these cops to do use of force. You're like, oh, yeah, now you're getting overtime for this. Blah, okay, blah, blah. yeah, I mean, so you money. See that money thing of funding, funding in, for the in there, But it's like the way the military says the money is like, 
your salary. We're going to pay you whatever, whatever a month. And then we're still going to take your days off and make you train. So that's how, but you're absolutely right. How they drain that repetitively into us is like, and it's, it's very effective to the point. Like I, even now, I think I recall the, the model somewhat, but like, we have to find a way to do that. And again, if it, if it requires, hey, like your job is just focus on force, not don't worry about the, you're just gonna be backing up the social workers, backing up the uh, emergency response. Then that's what it should be. On top of that, why not have, I don't know, lawyers to come on scene and analyze what laws have been broken or something like that. I don't know, something who, or consultants. I, I, I totally agree because it, it can't be like, okay, the defense, because essentially the cops are in league with, with not the defense, I'm sorry. With, prosecution. Uh, prosecution. They have first access to the evidence. Mm -hmm. and, and lawyers only get it subsequently after it was potentially tampered with, tainted with, had to. So yeah, I like that idea. I, I yeah, so I guess you would have the defense go out to the scene instead of the prosecutor so they can get kind of some kind of balance with painting the whole picture for certain incidents. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? My mom said, yeah, they should be trained like the military. And another thing, Naya, that we didn't really talk about, but it's a matter of will if you want to do the right thing with mm -hmm. training. Because what they what the military did do is incorporate it in our daily practices. Oh, so okay. if you're in, if you, yeah, so if you're if you're doing it in our morning announcements or AKA guard mount, if you're doing use of force there, you're doing weapons training there. Cause we used to do a lot in that what? We used to be in there about thirty minutes or forty five yeah, minutes. And we're doing like, a lot of training in that 30 or 45 minutes every day when we come on shift. But it's because it's okay. rep repetitive or mm -hmm. like, to this day, I know, uh, you know, though the weapon safety is like never a uh, joke or jest with your weapon. Know what's behind your so target. So should it be, should it you be, know, it's like just drilling that over and over. Before like, they start their shift, should they have like a 15 minute course or I'm very a reminder? They have or... a guard mount, like uh, meaning like before their shift starts. They tell the threat level, like, yo, this is what's going on out there. Look out for this. Yes, Weather and yes, stuff I'm like sure, that. But, but inject, should... even if it's five minutes, I um, still think it would be helpful. Yes. And that's something you can do that doesn't cost a lot because it's in the flow of your routine. So that doesn't exactly. really cost anything. Exactly. It's just so, the matter of who's leading, who's the, who's the I guess, sheriff i don't i don't know who no nah, you could do it have a training officer there for those particular reasons okay yeah yeah but it's like in, in addition to that like not just uh i like that idea too a training officer the training officer could ride along with other patrols and while they're on Rookies duty and, do some and vets too vets need to be retrained yeah. as they go yeah. through their career um but i mean even the, the how do you say the exercises you know those were very helpful too my i mean by exercise is a scenario that we do on shift someone you would we do security exercises but we would also do law enforcement exercises mm -hmm. and we would do our we would respond like real world without going over the speed limit yeah or yeah anything like that and it was it was helpful 
because it's like even though there are exercises and you're just pretending you can see sometimes people use excessive force sometimes people get carried away but you identify that and you learn from that just by um, playing so to speak so i mean they have like the the what is it the virtual yeah can they do oh, like that like uh, what, what was that called fat fat, fat machine. Fat machine. yeah firearm uh assessment threat system or something fats it was like fats or something like that like we had this uh it was very retro it was almost like a video game and but now they have the technology where you have you can virtual reality Yes, the virtual reality, you have the, you can't even tell sometimes. Like, my sister has one for PlayStation, and, like, I was like, oh, my God, I felt, I had to, like, sit down because I thought I was, like, falling in the game. It's I was pretty, like, oh, my God. It's pretty submersive. So, can they, I mean, she, well, it was, like, $300 that she paid for it. Can that be implemented so where it's, like... like they can go over real scenarios and see how they will ever react. How would you react? Different, different scenarios, different um, people who you're interacting with. You know, women, children, black men, white men, you know, purple men. You know what I mean? Like it's just different. <laughs> and you know, aliens might be a new threat. So <laughs> you know, throw that in there. <laughs> who knows where we're at? With that, but I agree. And they did identify that as an aspect that could use for virtual reality as training. Yes. And it's like even Call of Duty, like the military's involvement with choreography and consultation for making mm-hmm. these games. It's like, I don't know why they don't just design their own software for war fighting. Yes. And, uh, you know, and, and for training yeah. and for law enforcement. It's, I'm very confident it can be done. And bring up a very great and also like you can localize it to what area you're patrolling or where you serve exactly, so exactly. that's even better you have those options once again it's a matter of as they say political will the want to do something to correct the behaviors and change yeah. culture and I, I mean we all know it america's lazy and you know <laughs> they want to do the least and get paid the most so <laughs> yeah, um, we need to really, America as a whole, really needs to just do what's right, you know, um, treat people how you want your, your, your children to be treated, your mom, your dad, so, I, I, I mean, that's why we just, I, I just don't know how people are going to not be so selfish and self-absorbed, because that, that's pretty much what it comes down to. And we'll, we'll see, um, again, it is in our best interest, but, you know, for everyone to get along, kumbaya. It's, I'm just curious, what is it going to say? We, we talk about this, uh, <laughs> we talk about this, uh, how you say, 180-day countdown thing, but is that enough, like, the revelation of... Extraterrestrial life, or oh god, we or some sort of extraterrestrial so we it's, it's, it's gonna have to be is like humans gonna, against, but no, seriously, is that what's going to unite humanity? Like, oh my god, like alien threat, y'all don't care if you're black or white, brother, you're a human, you're a human, but, like kill them aliens, kill them aliens together. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. Um, we'll see on that, but on a lighter note, to close <laughs> no, this, I don't want to see that. You said what? 
And I said, I hope we don't see. I don't want to see that. At this point, I'm ready to see everything at this point. We, the price. <laughs> we are at a reality Absolutely. TV show, so. Basically, like, that's that's life. Said, Israel Prime Minister confirmed Galactic Federation. Yo, and I think that's what inspired that countdown, uh, you know, to disclose those alien, I'm sorry, those UFO documentation or whatever. And then uh, he, Dirk also mentioned, uh, you know, the space program as well. Space and Force. Cool. Right back at you. And it's like, Star I'm Trek. how close the uh, Air Force is, is working with them. But it is ironic in the same administration that declared the Space Force, there's also been a, uh, a lot of UFO chatter. Yes. And finally, some, oh, how do you say, official government confirmation of them not being from this Earth. That was what? what was yeah we discussed that like yeah, a couple yeah, episodes yeah. back but I, that was really what had the process that some Pentagon officials said yeah these crafts are most likely not from Earth yeah I remember yeah they just <laughs> drive by <laughs> yeah, yeah we will see but at the same time there's a there's a lot of to be gained from convincing the American people yes um or it could be taking our focus for something else. We know everything's a distraction. Yeah, so the old honey. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, this is the last heartwarming story. This happens in my backyard, Orlando. So New Year's Day proposal goes kind of crazy. So this dude basically proposes at this nature. It's called the Mead Gardens. I don't think I've been there. I might have been there. I can't remember exactly. But he drops the ring as he's proposing in the creek but they have a service that recovers rings and so the ring was recovered by this service i guess um that they paid for it's called ring finders or something like that this happens off yeah so let me see i gotta look this i i was like damn they got a service for that <laughs> so they got a couple metal detectors and... i was so gonna say put hey. on a wetsuit he put on a wetsuit and dove, dove in and got the ring. He recovered the oh, ring. Uh, it's like a little spring or something. No, I mean, we're talking about waist deep water. Like up to uh, uh, probably neck. Looks like neck up. Are there gators in that swamp? Not not in that area. Oh, so yeah, the company is called Ring. He got my ring. He better jump in. I would have got my wetsuit. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how much you pay for it, yo. Know? <laughs> well, it's a nice ring. You can click on the link and look. It's a nice ring. So he put some money into that. Okay. Yeah. Well, he probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> what the we had on our on on nine mils? So, oh, a lanyard. I put, I put a lanyard on the ring so I don't drop it. Like, oh, got a little bungee cord on that thing. that? But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's glad it's good he got to recover that. Yeah. yeah, you know, so now they got an epic story to tell for their engagement. You know, I thought I thought it was sweet. I was how like, was how was guy worth? Like, how much how much was he paid? Because <laughs> he could be like, I didn't find it. Cash in, cash in. Put it in his wet shoot, like. Um, I'm trying to think. That's that's really it. I mean, anything else y'all got? I know y'all got to roll out. At the same time, yo, um, again, life is grand, life is good, you're breathing, 
you have an opportunity to, to still chase your dreams where the world ain't end just yet. Yeah. And um Or are we in a dream? A dream or a simulation? <laughs> you know? Who knows? Yo, bro, I, I, I don't know right now where I'm at, I'm blessed because it's like I'm really blessed hearing the news unraveling. Like where we were at ground zero. Yeah. The millions of things that could have, have went, wrong. went wrong. Yeah. Unscathed. You know, with the story you tell and a new insight and perspective on what's going on in the world. And I, I appreciate that on the ground journalism. And we've been talking about this and you've been spearheading. I want to keep doing it. I, want, I, I, want I would to do like it to again. as well. Um, it, it, was a, it was a thrill. It, it was. It, like, it really was. I it was get off on this sense of danger. I'm not. Yeah, I know. I know that feeling too. Yeah. It's like I did feel some sort of. Uh, I did feel a sense of responsibility because it's not. It's not just me, but like um, again, it's something I would like to do again, and I feel we're at the point where I don't say I don't trust the old media, but it's going to be more independent media. It's going to give us a more unadulterated version of yeah because I, I can really say that being there and seeing what was on the news it, it, it was it, it didn't tell the story yeah. it didn't paint the picture of what was really going on there yeah. like, I didn't see as well either is like them really showing the magnitude of the, uh, the crap like they and just they showed were... I, I mean, it Jeez. was blocks. It was blocks. It was, yeah, just trying to. Just uh, getting up to the Capitol, it was just hordes uh-huh. of people, and they didn't show that. And I think um, that's why I was so excited to hear your experience because I value that more than mainstream media, because you guys are there. Even if we're cool and we might have things we think the same about or whatever, you know, like you were down there on the ground, like looking it in, you know, that human intelligence, like that's yeah. so priceless. So I, I salute y'all and everybody was excited to see that kind of footage. Um, and then at some point I will join y'all on some mission once we get to a better place. But um, I definitely like to make that a mission to be on the ground with you guys at some point. Man, I, I always say that what I want America to become an intelligence agency. He always says that. Arrival of central intelligence. But it's like... Which you and want I don't mean like a, going to become. A, about spies or, yeah, what it's becoming. And it's like... Information, they say knowledge is power. Information is key. But there's like... Everyone, is, if you're in your city, you're in your town, you have a smartphone, you're an intelligence operator. Yes. You have the like, capability to, to get provide real information on what's going on in your town. Yes, what's going do. on in your city. At the same time, yo, send us that information and we'll discuss it on the show because people have the right to know and they have the right to see it through a lens that's objective. And then, is there an app for that? It's called Hmm. Bo Black Entertainment. We're working. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But yo, again, yo, I'm I'm really blessed and grateful to have uh, you on the show tonight. Like, Mm -hmm. first lady. Yo, this hat right here, 3D Hatter. Shout out to everyone who has orders for hats. Everyone, yay. 3D printer broke. We just got a new one. Just figured out how to use the thing. Hats are coming out. They're, they're coming soon. They are going to be fire. So dope. Yeah. And then we're gonna we're definitely going to um, stay tuned. We're looking for a house. And when we get the house, we're going to start documenting 
the process and I know people love looking at the process of how things work and how to buy a house and how to use a VA home loan. We'll yes. do some more uh, that's not that. I wasn't talking yeah that too yes he plugged that too but just more of us like our everyday on how how we're running the oh business, yeah yeah he's talking about the, uh, uh, yeah we're gonna be more active with uh the three hatter and also uh knife ITs like we got a lot going on yes so yo Dirk said just printed mag pouches I am oh, curious wow. you printed the magazines or the pouches like I'm, I'm very curious. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm curious a, as I'm well. I'm a 3D printer enthusiast. We, we have been looking on so. You, you're right. You're right on with uh, 3D printers. They're so practical. I mean, people are pretty, people, not us, not us, YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. not us, <laughs> are printing guns. And granted, Yo, they're not supposed to. Guns. They're printing fully auto. Guns. Yes. With the with built-in suppressor. Yes. Like, and I would say like 90% of the, them are plastic, reinforced plastic, carbon fiber. <clears throat> and I, again, I wrote it in the book called Upgrade America, Policy for the Future. Lawmakers want to ban guns. Like, ha ha ha, we have guns. They can be tyrannical. Like, you have to ban 3D printers because exactly. people can print guns. No, you can't, those. you can't ban. Because we're we're can't. actually working on Good. building oh, one. So, you know, can you... Can you ban the parts for me to make a 3D printer? Probably not. So, this is a new world that we're in. Guys, be prepared. You already know what it's like. <laughs> and again, that's what I'm saying for legislators, old legislators, they don't know what a 3D printer is, let alone to perceive the, the comprehended threats that they pose. And it's like, and I, I don't mean, by all means, I want to keep 3D printers liberal. But at the same time, we must acknowledge that people have the people have the ability to the to print to easily print fully automatic weapons. A full. So it's like, I don't, don't think people can me. comprehend that. That say it's slow for them, babe, because a fully automatic auto made out of plastic. plastic. And it's like all these <laughs> frivolous assault weapon bans are like, come on. Okay. It's like you can you can ban them all you want. Like people are printing these things. But that's why I proposed legislation or I, an ideas for legislation that could perhaps mitigate this in the future. At the same time, we How have would to you keep that window yourself? open. You Metal keep, detectors are out at this point. You so. still gotta keep your that window yeah. open for I don't wanna say to, you know, for that second amendment. Right? Yeah. Like it's weird times in America, great time to be alive nonetheless. We are all blessed. But yo, thank you everybody for watching our wonderful show. Yo, CJ, for you coming on, and I for you coming on as well. Love you, and all of our, our operators out there. Yo, the world is yours. Go chase your dreams. But what are your closing thoughts, CJ? Uh, this is a very enlightening discussion. Shout out to Mom, Tracy, who else joined? Parch, uh, IG. Love Facebook. Facebook was on it today, too. Yo, matter of fact, Love. shout out to Dirk Athey. Yo, I appreciate your, your comments. We usually broadcast on uh, on Facebook like every Sunday at a, between 11 and 12. So he said 12 recycled shampoo bottles can make an entire prosthetic. Wow. Yo, we got to talk. I'm going to... Uh, yeah, the, the options 3D, are endless. Yeah. Yo, 3D printers are incredible. Like they are I literally know. changing guys, the world. I'm going to start a 3D printer channel for yeah. all my 3D nerds. 
I'm right there with you guys. So I'm excited with that. So you guys stay tuned with that as well. A lot of plugging going on, but we have big plans yes, for 2021. And beyond. Yes. Sure, no. It's been a good... It's 2020, you know, plague and insurrections aside, like it was a great year. 2021 can be phenomenal too. But yo, everybody stay blessed. Really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. What? Love you, Facebook. Peace out, Facebook. All right, peace out. Peace out.